Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Well, welcome back to the show. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know I'm a lady who's on a mission to live well, who to live well in every aspect of life. My health, myself, and my wealth is what Brunch and Slay is all about. And our health, self, and wealth, really, not just mine, right? Because I know it's no fun if your homies can't have none. So I have... As you all know, I have changed my diet drastically over the last few years. I'm a pescatarian now, and I love speaking to women, strong women who take control of their eating habits and really realize the fuel our body needs and how to eat to live and not live to eat. So today's show is one of those. Of course, we're not preaching to you. We're just talking about it and letting you know all the benefits and how it's changed our lives and what matters. And today is no different. We have a woman who is pretty doggone amazing, who's killing it out in Hawaii. Matter of fact, she loves Hawaii so much. We call, Let's just call her Miss Holland Hawaii. And she is a woman who is a La Cardon Blue trained chef. She's a mom, which, you know, I love that part. She's a vegan uh, and she's a plant-based food uh, expert, which, hello, we need to know that. Like I said, we eat to live, not live to eat. That fuel is important. She's a chef and an author of Good Food Gratitude. What a cool name for a cookbook. Hey, Holland, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here, Amira. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you know, I am always curious because I'm a lady who's like, I'm a cheese lover. I'm going to tell you the truth. That's the only thing mm-hmm. keeping me from my vegan world is the cheese. I have tried the crumbles and the, the, you know, (laughs) the other substitutes and they just don't get as gooey, you know? So (laughs) I I always share that with people because I will, I want to know like, what was that moment? What was that one thing that you had a hard time giving up from the other side? (laughs) It's so funny. Well, number one, like I um, eat to live, but I still live to eat. So for me, that's like what I feel like is missing. And I don't think vegan cheese really has the meltdown yet. Um, but it's just making sure we get like that creamy pop in your mouth so that you feel it and not a weird aftertaste. Um, cheese is interesting because cheese actually does have morphine in it. Um, it's very natural, uh, part of what, um, happens to calm down the calf. And so there is a true addiction to cheese. So I tell most people like, give it up for 30 days. See if you can do it for 60 and see if you still have that want for it. <laughs> so listen to this, y'all. I'm already learning something. So I'm addicted to cheese. You like, are. I, I need to, I need a support <laughs> group, right? Because I And it's true. I'm laughing because I love brie. I love goat cheese. I love feta. I love uh, anything you could truffle cheese. Anything we can get. I'm like, yeah, let me try it. Give me some more. Yes. So, I mean, breast milk. I mean, just to say it, breast milk is what makes us survive. It's the first thing we're attached to outside of our parents. So to protect Pretend like cheese wouldn't be something that's close to that or something that has like an aha off in our head that it's good. Mm. Um, It's true. And it's addictive. And I am definitely, I don't crave cheese at all anymore. Um, But I definitely understand people love it. And so how can we get them closer to that so they can give it up? But 
not feel like they're just, you know, um, eating to live because there's joy in food, right? Food brings us together. Like I got into food because I love making people feel good. Um, and it wasn't plant-based foods. It was just regular foods. But what I started to see, you know, 14 years ago when I went vegan, there weren't a lot of products. It wasn't very popular. And so I had to learn how to make everything to taste good because there weren't, you know, there weren't Beyond Burgers. There was like one type of vegan cheese and it was horrible. And, you know, almond milk was just getting popular. And so now we have like this variety that's amazing. But I think it's so important for people to understand that your taste buds change and um, you will fall in love with food again. Just try to have like a plant-based variation of what you did love. Mm, I like that advice. So what was the one food that was like your Achilles heel when it came to your transition years ago? You know, my transition was really easy. I know that's so annoying, but that's what I try to tell people is that like, (laughs) it was an easy transition for me, but I also did not have health. I was overweight. Like I was so needing a change in my life. And when I started eating that way, vegan really gave it to me. So I didn't have my health before I ate this way. But I do say, if I ever, this is the funniest thing ever. Like if I could have one, you know, animal product again, I would choose abalone. And it wasn't something I ate a lot, but I had so much joy. It was something that was so special. Um, Growing up in California, people would die for it. But so abalone, I miss. Or if I could have one thing again, I would choose abalone. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. So let's talk about the journey. No, no, but you know, we all have our things, right? Like seriously, there's some things we know oh that they're yeah. So let's I talk- said abalone with a little cocktail sauce is delicious. <laughs> and I do make something very similar to it now. You know, you can do the same thing with eggplant. Oh, I love eggplant. That is one of my favorite go-to. So I make chips. I do the Parmesan. I mean, I, that's one of my favorite vegetables. Mm, that, I make a delicious yeah. smoked eggplant meatball. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Want that recipe, please? <laughs> yes. You know, yes. Send it we to me. Walk them through it today. That's an easy Oh, one. okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's. Now let's talk about the beginning of your journey, right? Mm-hmm. That's always interesting to me because it's, as you mentioned, you started this before, you know, um, we knew what a vegan was, right? So now yeah. it's, you know, it's, I would definitely say it's on trend um, and, and, and people are intrigued by it, you know? So let's talk about what, what led you to this journey. Yeah. So I, I had my kids pretty young. I had three kids before 30. And with the um, youngest one, I got gestational diabetes, which was like the first kind of um, hint that something wasn't working in my body. And I had been pretty sick growing up. I missed a lot of school. I had extremely, extremely painful periods where I would be sick. Um, I had endometriosis, kidney stones in my 20s. I just had so many things. And, you know, wouldn't you know all those signs in my body that the thing that got me to switch was actually vanity? Because on top of those things, I was overweight. And that was the big issue at that point, right? And so I think I weighed 170 pounds. When I was in high school, I was very thin, about 120 pounds. And um, 170 pounds a year after I had my baby. And that was a big aha for me. And I With gestational diabetes, I had gone on what you would call more of a paleo or keto diet now. I think back then it was known as Atkins, but heavy meat and then 
no carbs, veggies on the side. And I still was having my health issues after. And so a friend of mine brought me the book, Skinny Bee. You can add the itch onto the end of it. But <laughs> and um, <laughs> everything they talked about in that book just made sense to me. Like, it was like, oh my God, maybe it's my food. Maybe it's like the butter I add to everything. And, you know, it just opened me up. And especially with my background in food being cooking wise, like I was like, well, what if you use this for this? Or what if I did this? And so um, my husband at the time, I went to him and I said, I've decided I'm going to be vegan. Um, This week I'll be vegetarian, next week vegan, but I promise there'll be food. And that was the start of it. And I started having, I think I ate one sandwich, like I got a ham sandwich before I was going to make the switch to vegetarian. And I took a bite and my body just kind of rejected it, like with what I knew in my head. And I remember I like spit it out on the curb. I like threw the sandwich out and I just went vegan. I was like, I just want none of it. And, um, I just started seeing so many changes in my health right away. Like I woke up feeling better even on day one. By, you know, week one, I had lost like two pounds. I had more energy. And so I just continued with it, seeing more and more, you know, and then you're five years down the road. You're like, oh, my God, I haven't even been to the doctor for endometriosis. Like, oh, my God, my periods are normal. And then, you know, I got down to my weight, probably around 135 pounds. And, you know, I've stuck there in between the two. And it's not like my life is perfect. I have moments that come up. I have health scares. I still have things, but I feel in control of it. I know if I make changes within my food or my diet, because vegan's a very broad uh, idea. It's pretty much like saying I eat. It's like I just eat everything, but it doesn't have animal products, you know? And so I know within that variety that I can always kind of come back and fix any symptoms I have. It's just my body letting me know you need to make a change. And so it became my health journey, really eating this way. And just because I had so many ahas with it, I wanted to share it. You know, I wanted it for everyone I love. Like, you know, you can control your health and You know, all your symptoms are just your body warning you that you need to make a change, you know, and I'm a huge believer in that plants heal and, you know, the abundance we have in this world compared to the abundance of animals we have naturally. um, It just kind of came down to me like, this is simple. It's not science. Like I look outside and, you know, I see a thousand mangoes on that tree, I don't see a thousand pigs in my yard. <laughs> well, well, you know what? That's the word. So I, I have to say, number one, I love the organic way that you transition and, and, and you do what's natural. And I think that a lot of times we think it has to be this drastic thing. And there's levels to this, even introducing it to your husband at the time saying this week we'll do this the next week. I, I think that there's one thing about nature and you kind of touched on it with the mangoes that I think is really cool. I know, I'm pretty sure you guys love Pinterest the way I do, right? And so <laughs> if you've ever seen those diagrams where they talk about how fruits and vegetables look like the organs that they heal. Have you ever yeah. seen that? Like, I love you it. know, yes. Carrots right? so, for the eyes, right? right. Carrots. Um, there's so many of them. Walnuts for the brain. And it like, looks like a brain, right? 
And through science, we've been able to show that like what the brain needs is very much the makeup of walnuts, you know, like besides it looking like it, right? Like when we actually put the science behind it, it's like, these are things that are needed, you know, it's high in this, which supports that. And right. yeah, but food and the protocyle is a multivitamin. <laughs> I agree. But I say that because, you know, as we talk about the process, it's one, we have everything we need, right? There is, there are truly natural resources from, you know, broccoli's cancer fighting properties. Like, you know, that's one staple in our house is eating lots of green vegetables, lots of things that flush your system and really pushing all those bad juju cells out of your body, right? We don't feed them the the carcinogen, (laughs) you know, uh, products and a lot of processed foods. And I've always thankfully loved fresh fruit and and vegetables. That's like, I stopped eating canned food long before (laughs) I uh, even thought about changing my diet. I probably was maybe 25 years old when I stopped eating canned food because I like fresh, crispy broccoli and green beans. I don't want anything that's been sitting there. And then the darker the color, the less nutrients, right? If you guys know nothing else, if you're not going to, this is not necessarily to say you know, yes, of course we want you to eat well. That this is that that this is exactly that episode, of course. But my husband and my daughter are carnivores. Period. I am mm-hmm. not. So I cook separate meals, which I don't mind because I like to cook. So for me, it's just having fun. <laughs> I just don't taste them anymore. So he'll he'll tell me, hey, this one needed a little more something or whatever, and you know, we'll get in there and do it. You know, whatever. <laughs> but um, I say that to say we know that everything ain't for everybody, you know, at the moment in your life. However, there are things you can incorporate, like making those vegetables steamed and crispier and incorporating a couple more, you know, if you're ordering pizza, make some broccoli for those kids. That's okay. It's nothing wrong with a salad with that, you know, Domino's or whatever choice, you know, and I think that it can be fun. And like for you as a chef, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) There's so many different things you can do. Like you talked about these meatballs that I cannot wait to try out, right? Oh, they're so good. (laughs) And, and that's, that's the fun part. So we're, I'm encouraging everybody, listen, just try it. Try a, try a week. Try a meatless Monday. How about that? Try a meatless yeah. Monday. And the way people think I eat, right? So like right. yesterday I had a vegan sausage sandwich, which like I love field roast sausage. I'll give them a little plug. I'm, I mean, I'm obsessed with it. I had vegan A's, which is vegan mayonnaise. I had yellow mustard. I had greens. I had sprouts. And I used one piece of bread. But like, Compared to what people think I eat, right? Yesterday, my daughter, who's 14, made a homemade marinara sauce. I had that on some delicious, glutinous pasta, right? And so there's times where I eat very, I reset myself and I'm only eating whole-based foods. I'm not having any, you know, processed foods like pasta or bread. Um, But for the most part, I eat a very regular diet. I eat all the foods I loved and especially being a chef and then like, for dinner last night, I literally had gluten-free almond butter brownies I had made. I know that's not really a dinner per se, but I wasn't hungry from the bigger meals I had and I just wanted something sweet. And so it's like, I still have my brownies. I have my cake and I eat it too. But because I eat this way, I still have my body and my health. Yes. And it's just substitutes, right? So of course, it's on what you want. Like I had a salad the other night, but I made a vegan ranch with it, which for me, I just use vegan A's because they make mayonnaise better than I can at home. And I thin it out with a little almond milk and I add salt and dill. 
That is like one of my favorite things. If we're having pizza with broccoli on the side, I make that, but I don't add the almond milk. So it's a thicker ranch. So like, I still have the things I love, right? Mm -hmm. And like, if you dip a vegan pizza without cheese, so you just get rid of the melty melt, right? Because it's not hitting it for you. But you have something like that to dip it in, you're going to have the mouthfeel of creamy and your brain will kind of be tricked into like, I had pizza. And it was good. <laughs> mm. And it was good. That's the thing, right? That part. Yes. So I know that I always am curious about tips, right? Because mm-hmm. I understand that things, some things are just more of a struggle in different areas of our lives than in others. So what are a couple of tips that you would have for someone who's even thinking about tapping their toe in the water of eating and living well? Number one, get rid of all the food you don't want to eat out of your house. Okay, I do not want to wait until six years from now when you use that bottle of ketchup that isn't organic, right? Get rid of the foods that don't serve you. I'm not saying to get rid of the ketchup. I'm not going to tell you it has too much sugar or whatever, but I am going to tell you ingredients make a difference and you want them to be organic. Um, I feel even when I'm eating vegan, I'm a huge proponent of organic. When I go to vegan restaurants that aren't organic, I feel it in my body just like I ate like an animal-based meal. I I don't feel that good. So I'm a big believer in switching out everything organic. And uh, I know a lot of times for people, it has to do with the cost. Um, However, now that things are becoming more and more, the more people we have buying organic, uh, the cheaper it's going to get. It's just the way, you know, life goes. If there's a demand for it, the price is going to go down. And so Uh, For me, that would be your biggest tip. Get rid of the things you don't want to eat. I swear, if the Ritz crackers are in there, you're going to grab them. So number one, get rid of it. Number two, look at what you eat and try to find a replacement for it as close as possible. Like if you do Quaker oats in the morning, I'm going to teach you how to make an overnight oat that takes you 30 seconds at night and it's all organic ingredients and we're going to have a real apple in there instead of dehydrated apples that are from God knows when right? And if you put milk in it, I'm going to find a refrigerated almond milk that's creamy enough. It replaces the 2%, right? If you put butter on top of your oatmeal, because who doesn't love that, right? I'm going to have you do earth balance instead. And then So as you make that, like, I really think for people to keep the transition, it has to be about abundance and not deprivation. So it's like you get to have everything. It's just different, right? So that would be the other thing. Eat how you eat. Eating healthy is an evolution, right? Like for me, I had carrot cake. I had lasagna. I did everything I did. And I think it was a very easy transition for me because it wasn't a huge change. If you take someone that eats garlic bread, pasta, you know, they have cake at the end of the night you tell them to eat a salad, they're going to fail. They will not be choosing that salad a month down the road. But if you give them everything in a plant-based version, a month down the road, they may be choosing that compared to the meat one, right? Because food's such an interesting thing. It's so interesting being a coach in this because there is such an emotional aspect to food, right? Like I don't want to take away your favorite foods. I just want to switch out your ingredients so they're actually healthier. And so that's my thing is like, look at the things you eat. Like if you go to Whole Foods and you get a turkey and cheese sandwich, like go and get a sandwich that's vegan at Whole Foods and try that. Don't go to the salad bar and feel like you're depriving yourself, right? But I promise in like a month, if you eat that way, you will end up going to the salad bar because as you start feeling better, you want to fuel yourself with more and more. Oh, that's great advice. I love the idea of just substituting. Y'all, that's a game changer for me. 
Right there. Get vegan ace and earth balance substitute. Yeah. I, I love mayonnaise and butter. I mean, I, I think, and for, <laughs> and for me, most importantly is like having, like learning different ones that taste better. Right. Cause we, things can get expensive if you're just tasting. Like I, I do, I'll go in and I'll every, probably every time I go shopping, if I'm in the store, I'll go to the little vegan area in the refrigerated section and see, okay, what do I want to try this time? Let's see. And, you know, sometimes it's like, hell no, trash can, here we go. And sometimes it's okay. I, I think we got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got this. Yeah. In fact, so- we give you a gold star and there are products like that. Like yeah. Beyond Burgers. I mean, literally, I didn't even miss burgers. I make myself a homemade black bean burger when I want one or whatever, you know. But Beyond Burgers have hit it out of the park. I can take a friend somewhere and get them a Beyond Burger and they're happy if they're a meat eater or not. So, like, there's certain ones where it's just like, dear God. And I don't believe people should live off that food, but I also don't think you should give it up. Like, I go out and get a Beyond Burger once a month, you know. I enjoy it very much. But because I take care of my body all the time and I'm checking on myself, it doesn't throw me off, right? If I ate that way every day, I wouldn't have my health. More Brunch and Slay after this. So I gotta know, when's the last time you've been over to brunchandslay.com? If it's been a while, I'm gonna say, head on over there and check it out. I think you'll like what you see. I put a lot of thought into why would I ever wanna go to brunchandslay.com? Because that's just the kind of girl I am. I don't ever wanna waste your time. What I thought about is I'd want to go and I want to learn more about people who've been on the show, learn more about what's coming up with Brunch and Slay, and just find out how I can truly become a part of the movement. Check out the site, peruse it, share your thoughts. I got to know. Head on over to brunchandslay.com and subscribe today. And now back to Brunch and Slay. Now, one of the things I know you're pretty doggone good at is helping folks with kids get <laughs> kids to transition. Let's talk about that because my little nugget, it might as well be a Tyrannosaurus Rex the way she she is a meat eater, okay? <laughs> I, exactly. So I, we do, I do have nights where I do, totally, we you know a few nights a week, we only do vegetables and they're totally okay with it, but mm-hmm. she craves it. So I'd love mm-hmm. some tips and some guidance on helping our little ones embrace, you know, healthier habits. Oh, she loves brisket. Brisket. She, brisket. Brisket would be a hard one. Brisket. Barbecue brisket. I mean, I would maybe try like a jackfruit and cook it the same way you cook it. You want to use the same sauces. You want to have it have the tenderness. You want it, you know, jackfruit will fall apart. Uh, but I wouldn't even tell her it was jackfruit because that's the other thing. There's like this mental thing, right? Most kids love chicken nuggets. Get them vegan organic chicken nuggets. There's ones made with like good ingredients now. They're not just soy, right? But don't tell them, right? Because it's just like if someone told you like, oh, you get to try this delicious croissant from France. It's made with churned butter, or you get to try this vegan one that's made with like some sort of margarine or something like your brain's going <laughs> to yeah. be excited for that one. So yeah. you don't want your kids to know it's not that, <laughs> you know, you can tell them after the fact or whatever, but you know, brisket, I would do it the exact same way you do it, but get something as close as possible. And for me, jackfruit would be that. And I would buy whole jackfruits. I don't know how you cook down your brisket, um, but I would follow all the same seasoning and everything. And see if you can trick her. 
Yeah, I'm gonna try because I, I, I I'm gonna tell you the truth. The brisket she eats is either from her grandparents or from some barbecue restaurant because her mom is not that my, <laughs> my strong point. I'm not doing it, but you can make a plant based one and let's see if you can do it better. You know, and I'm gonna try. I'll look up some recipes for you. I'll send you some tips after this on it. Oh. I wasn't a big brisket maker before. No, uh, I'm, I'm 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 game. I'm ready. I'll, I'm willing to try it. I think that'll be. Yeah. I've been wanting to play with jackfruit anyway, so I know that that was obviously meant for me. So I'm gonna try it. Yes. Did you watch Game Changers by any chance? No. The movie? So it's really interesting. It's on plant-based athletes. It was done by James Cameron. Um, But it was really interesting. They do tons. It's very science on why you should eat this way and, um, and what happens to the body. And so... It's very interesting for me to see what happens, you know, because anytime someone's doing science, it just attaches to like what I found in my body organically. I'm like, oh, that makes sense why it was that way. And one of the things that I've realized, and this is for people who still eat meat, is that if you watch the movie, they take the blood of people before they eat and then they take it after. And they did it with college athletes and they gave two of them meat burritos and one of them got the plant-based burrito and then the next day all three had the plant-based and they compare the blood and anytime someone eats an animal product there's saturated fat in their blood like you can see this in the movie i've also seen this in tons of books different things and they don't understand why or know exactly why but it actually the next day when the boys eat plant-based their their blood's clean And so that was one thing I found super interesting. If you're going to eat meat, I say do it on the weekend or do it in a two-day thing because when you're eating a little bit of meat, you're putting that saturated fat in your blood, which we know isn't good. It's not good for inflammation. And when you're eating plant-based, it clears out. But for my people that like eat plant-based in the morning and then have meat at night, their body's up against that seven days a week. So like my whole thing is like, can we give it five days and then two days and your body has those five days to clear out. And I think that's super interesting with kids, you know, and I try to tell my kids that all the time, like mainly eat plant-based and then you can have these things, you know, do pizza on the weekend or make sure that you're not going on like a five-day bender. So that's I what I would say for your daughter. Yeah. Like yeah. we're just all plant-based five days a week and then you can have whatever you want on the weekend. I love that. Maybe I can dangle that carrot in front of my husband too. That might get the ball going, right? Have them watch Game Changers. (laughs) Game Changers is huge for men. Okay. Men understand it very much. It's a very, very good for men. I have all my clients watch it. No, I'm on it. Now, I know we kind of talked about books, so we have to talk about your baby. You know, Good Food (laughs) Gratitude. Love that name. Let's tell us what we can expect from your book and and, and who should, like, who's it for? So I really tried to make it for everyone who wants to try plant-based. Like, it is what I dabbled with um, when I first went plant-based and switching out all those recipes. And so we have 10 different categories. We go from lifestyle to drinky drinks. We have breakfast soups, salads, entrees, sweets. I kind of just tried to cover everything and like what my replacement would be for it. So I hope not only like, you know, people follow it T to T, but it just gives them like a good idea of what they can do. Because if I was going to cook for you and I was going to make your grandma's lasagna, I want to know what's in your grandma's lasagna because I want to do that as plant-based as possible. I don't want you to have my grandma's lasagna. That's not going to have like things go off in your head like, oh, this is amazing, right? Right. And so that's the other thing is like, 
if there's certain recipes you love, you want to make sure you're following it T to T, but just replacing out the ingredients to plant-based, right? No, love it. So we got to get my hands on this book because the substitutes is where I'm at. That's all. I'm all about the substitutes. It's all about that. And gratitude, those are the two things that changed my life. You know, I say that I was like, not so much frumpy, but I had no vitality in my life. I was pretty bitter about the life that had been given to me. I 33 kids, right? And I was overwhelmed. I had lost my health. And um, it was good food and gratitude that got me back to where I am today. And, you know, it's that practice for me, like when in doubt, good food and gratitude. Now, now you have something that you do to kind of help all those on the fence out there. Give it a spin. And that's your five-day reset. Yes. Yes. I love the five-day reset because I'm so over-dieting. I'm so over-cleanses. Like, I just want people to know, like, what we're selling you is what worked for us for for a small snapshot of our life. Like, I promise you that anyone who's selling you stuff doesn't eat in that way all the time. And so I feel like so many of us have felt like we failed. And it's really the system that has failed us. You know, our bodies are ever changing, like our cells are changing. I'm 44. My hormones are changing, even though I'm vegan. Right. And so it's so important for people to be able to know that there's not one diet for them at any given time that's going to last through all the changes their body and everything goes through. And so with the reset, my whole idea on it is like for a few days, eat healthy because it resets you to remember that food can make you feel good. So I'm a big believer if you like reset in this way. Next week, you're going to choose a smoothie over a milkshake because you know how it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. And so with the five-day reset, I tried to make it easy. And what we did was actually 20 videos. So there's videos that are like a minute to two minutes long that really show you the tools on how I make things very quickly as well. And so it's 20 different recipe videos. And it comes along with me kind of explaining why we do it. And I hope at the end of it, you have 20 new recipes to add to what you already eat, you know. And like one of my favorite ones we do in there is mac and cheese. I do it with um, brown rice, elbow noodles, right? Because you want it as close as possible. Like who wants macaroni and cheese that's made with spaghetti lentils, right? So I do brown rice. I love carbs. I'm a huge proponent of carbs. And so I make a cashew cheese. Like for me, I do not sprout cashews. I have three children. You think I have time to see if a cashew is sprouted, right? It's just like, I don't have time for this. So I take cashews unsprouted and put them in my blender. I add a little bit of water um, at the top and I add salt to how much salt I like. And I blend that. That becomes a beautiful, creamy cashew sauce. While my elbow macaroni is cooking, I add in some sliced carrots uh, to it. I normally have it in a separate, you know, steamer pot. So it's easy to get out. And once those are steamed, I put them in the cashew sauce because then we're getting carrots in and it's turning it to an orange color because when we eat mac and cheese, that's what we see is orange. Mm-hmm. And then you just blend those together, pour it over the top once the pasta is done and it's going to hit all of those mouthfeels. You feel like you're having pasta. You feel like you're having a cheese sauce. The color's the right color. And so it's teaching people how to make things like that. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Now, uh, this Saturday, you can brunch with anyone in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? 
Oh, dear God, that is such a good question. <sighs> Can I choose two? It's so yeah. ridiculous. It doesn't right? have to be one person. Who are you? Yeah. I would be with Billie Eilish and Justin Bieber. I know. Oh. Is that the, am I 12? No, I love, I like, you know what? I love mm-hmm. Billie Eilish. I'm just going to tell you oh. right now. My daughter hates, she literally, we listen to a lot of kids, Bob, and that's how I was introduced to Billie <laughs> Eilish. So she hates it when I sing her songs and, but I love her. I think she's something special. I'm just, and, I mean, and Justin is growing grown up, you know, and he's, he's sharing so much and shining a light on so much right now. So that's a cool, cool guest so list. So ridiculous. After I watched Justin Bieber's movie, first of all, I couldn't stand him. I thought I was like the coolest mom in the world taking my kids to the theater theater to see it like you owe me can't believe I'm gonna sit through a Justin Bieber I left there with tears in my eyes I was so inspired by him by what having a team of people believing you can do that I literally opened my restaurant which was my dream because of him because of watching that movie I painted my trim purple, which is his favorite color, because without watching that movie, I would have never made this step or leap to do it. And then for me, Billie Eilish, like, oh God, I'm a writer. I love poetry. And like that woman, how can a 13 year old write a 44 year old's feelings? That's what I want to know. (laughs) You know, how, how at 13, do you know how I felt my whole life? And so For me, it's so funny because I just watched her movie, which is incredible as well. And she had her Justin Bieber moment. And I was like, when do I have my Justin Bieber moment? Oh, I love it. So I feel like it would be with them. I'm just so inspired, too, at how authentically they've walked through their life and through just kind of all of it. So probably would be them singing to me during brunch. Now, that sounds like a really good brunch. Seriously, just <laughs> the entertainment alone. Now, one of the things that's super important to me um, as a as a host of Brunch and Slay is that we pour back into you just as much as you've poured into us this last 30 minutes. So what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? Oh, I love it. Um, I would say like everything I do in my life right now, I just want to try to do with like grace, beauty and ease. And I have some really big things happening right now. Um, I have a new book that is being shopped right now to publishers. Um, And so prayers for that being birthed and just um, ease, beauty and grace in everything I do. And I really want to touch people's lives and share with them. you know, the ahas they have when they get their health and their life back. And so just prayers that I can touch people like with ease, beauty and grace, not with arguing with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Um, that would be just amazing. Well, you got it. And, and I hope you feel it because I love your energy. And, I, you know, I think it's awesome what you're doing. And we are here to support in any way we can. I, I want to thank you for sharing, you know, all of this greatness with us and being so open and honest. And I love the fact that we know that we, we, meet, we meet everyone where we are. None of us are perfect. It's all yes. about finding a good balance. And embracing new things, y'all. It's not a grandstanding here. What we're saying is, y'all, while we're here, let's make sure that this this temple we have works at its optimal, right? And it's doing the best it can so that we have the best experience while we're here. Because we're not here that long. You might as well be able to bend down until you die, right? Like, come on. You want to touch those roads. 
That's right. It's like life brings you to your knees with so many things. And like, if you can take care of yourself, you have such a better foundation in life. And, you know, I say this as someone who didn't care, take care of myself and someone who does now, it makes the biggest difference in all areas of your life, you know, and um, as women, we are so selfless and we give. And I just want to remind you that being selfish allows you to overflow and give all those gifts away um, from a really beautiful place. And so um, I'm all about, you know, helping women not self-abandon because I think, you know, we do that. (laughs) Oh, uh, you think? Yeah, we definitely do. So where can people follow you? How can they support you? So I'm most active on Instagram and it's at Holland Hawaii. My website's hollandhawaii.com. And um, I respond to all of my messages and all of my emails. It is me and I love helping people. And um, just for the promise of the eggplant, uh, if you take eggplants whole and you go ahead, do a little liquid smoke, a little olive oil, salt, and throw those in the oven for just about, I would say, half hour. Uh, The insides actually, you'll see, it's like crispy on the outside and the insides, they've kind of collapsed. And then you just go ahead and pull that gooey meat of the eggplant out. You discard everything else and then use that instead of ground beef in any of your eggplant or any of your meatball recipes. For me, I just do parsley breadcrumbs and everything to pull it together. Yum, yum, yum. I'm <laughs> going to get me some. Okay, y'all. So thank you, Holland, so much for sharing all thank your business. Thank you. I and definitely your good vibes. Of course, your good vibes and energy. And everybody listening, I want you to remember, if nothing else from today, just remember, if she can, I can, we all can. This is Brent. Absolutely. Absolutely.